Jesus, blessed and mighty name. Let somebody shout me a believing amen. amen. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus. Add a little shout unto it. You don't pay for a shout. You don't pay for a shout. Hallelujah. Welcome somebody to your left and to your right into the final night of our 21 days and let's take our seat Would you put your hands together for the Lord Jesus? Praise the blessed name of Jesus. Are you excited about tonight? If you're excited about tonight, let me hear your believing. Amen. And put your hands together for the Lord Jesus for the last time. We give God all the praise, all the glory. 21 days of encounter. We are wrapping it up tonight, but the workings of the Lord are not done. Hallelujah. And so what are we doing tonight? Tonight, we want to pray. Praise the name of Jesus. Hello. <laughs> tonight, we want to pray. 
And do you know why we want to pray? Because every prophetic word sails in through the vehicle of prayer. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. There are many people whose prophecies are still delayed. Not because it was a wrong prophecy or not because it didn't come at the right time or not because the time is not right. Is somebody listening? It is all because they did not create the right atmosphere. You see, a prophetic word is always incubated in the womb of time. And Bible says that at the appointed time, what did Habakkuk say? The book of Habakkuk chapter 3. Let's start reading from verse number 1. Before we come to 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. Okay, uh, verse 2. Let me see. What does verse 2 say? That? <clears throat> Habakkuk chapter 2, sorry. Habakkuk chapter 2 from verse number 1. And then he said that I will stand upon my watch. Now he was talking about a word from God. He said I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower, and I will want to see what he will say unto me. Okay? And then he said that, and, and what I shall answer when I am reproved. And verse 2 says that, and the Lord answered and said unto me, write the vision. It means that the prophetic word, keep it. Write it means that document it. It means that keep it in record. Many people trivialize the word of God. You see, when the word comes, they don't even remember what was said to them. But me, anytime God speaks to me, whether it is through a dream or through an express word or through the scriptures, I write it down. I put the date. I put the time. That is why I remember the mandate that God gave me on April 28, 2019. April 28, 2019. I was seated in an auditorium around 8:27 p.m. I remember where I was. I remember the time. I remember the period. And the Lord said, "Go and raise me a supernaturally minded breed of believers and entrepreneurs into whose hands I will channel the resources and power to put the devil at bay and to advance my cause." I remember it very well. It was April 28, 2019, 8:27 p.m. Have I not been telling you? One day I was in um oh this airline. The one that they have drawn many animals on, on it. One of the airlines, it has animals. And natural frontier. God bless you. Give me a high five. <laughs> frontier. I was in frontier traveling from Colorado to Nashville. I remember very well. I was reading a book by Bishop David Oyedepo, Leadership Skills of Bishop David Oyedepo. And then the Lord took me into the spirit. And he started telling me certain things. He started giving me places. He started talking to me about Knoxville. He started talking to me about Kentucky. He started talking to me about... Vero. I wrote everything. I don't joke with prophetic words. So he said, I write the vision. You see? And that is what the last time on Wednesday I was telling you that what I say to one, I say to all. Don't say that they didn't add my name to it. Are you in the category? Yes. Document it. And say that this is my word. Praise the name of Jesus. All that I'm trying to tell you today and what we are going to do is to create the atmosphere for the manifestation and the birthing of the word so the word is always a seed that must be incubated in the period of time praise the name in the womb of time and at the appointed time so look at how he put it he said make it plain upon the tables it means do not forget it do not forget it that he may run that read it. In other words, you see, this is the reason why I always say that a word to one is to many. He said that, that he may read it that ran it. So he's not even talking about you that wrote it. Somebody may chance upon it and say that on this day and that day, I received this word from the Lord. Then the person may say that, ah, that is a word that I'm looking for. Then he begins to run with it. Because like I always tell you, when you see God visiting a brother in a brother or a sister it means that god is in the neighborhood and once god finished visiting the person you are next in line and the next visitation is always an upgrade of the former one that is why your 2024 will be better than your 2023 today today i was telling one young lady that you know this is the life of the believer in the life of the believer every every human being has three days you know we have three days everybody has three days you have yesterday today and tomorrow Today is supposed to be better than yesterday. Tomorrow is supposed to be better than today. Because that is the life of the believer. In the life of the kingdom citizen, there is nothing like the good old days. Because Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18 says that, by the way, we are not live, so don't worry. I'm not under pressure. Uh, 
Now, so it says that the path, you see, the path, the path of the just, of the righteous, it keeps shining. It's as a shining light that shines more and more onto a perfect day. It is like the breaking of dawn. At 4 a.m., sometimes you might see some trickles of, you know, sunlight or whatever. And then at 5, it becomes a bit brighter. At 6, it becomes good, brighter. And by 7, you don't need light again. 12 p.m., the sun is uh, 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 over your, your head. Very bright. Is somebody understanding me? That is the life of the believer. So you ma- that is why, this is why we have hope. You see, we have hope because we know that tomorrow will be better than today. And you must know that your today was better than your yesterday. So if the tables are not so, then it means that you got to go back to um, checking the drawing board and check what, because, you see, because there are prophecies that must be birthed every day in the life of the believer to make it a brighter day than yesterday. So sometimes, don't you know that sometimes some babies are prolonged in their delivery? They are supposed to be born, but they say that we won't be born. <laughs> we will wait. Hallelujah. Say every breath of any prophecy. I don't feel the spirit in the household. Say every breath of any prophecy. Tonight, in the mighty name of Jesus, we deliver it. We deliver it. Can you pray for 30 seconds? We deliver it. We deliver it. We deliver it. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. All right. So watch it. Go back to the Habakkuk chapter 2. And I think we were in verse number 2 or verse number 3. One of the two. In verse number 2. Let's be there. He said, the Lord said, make it plain upon the table that he, that, that he may run that read it. And then look at verse number 3. In verse number 3, he said that the vision is yet for an appointed time. So you see, every prophetic word is to be birthed within a certain period of time. Okay? Now, he says that at the end, it shall speak and it shall not lie. Though it tarry, though it goes through the process. Bible says, I think in Psalm 106, in one of the verses, he said, until his time came, the word of the Lord tried him. They'll find it for us. Don't worry yourself. You'll see it on the board. He said, until his time came, the word of the Lord tried him. And then when his time was due, they sent and they fetched him from the prison, from out of the fetters. And he set him above. If that was about Joseph, he had been having dreams and all that. Have you found it? You are looking for it. Okay. Until his time came, the word of the Lord tried him. And um, Apostle, remember it? Psalm 106, 105. Okay. Somewhere, 100 something. But they'll find it for us. Now, so what I'm trying to say is that the word of God will always go through a process. Okay? And the process is timing. So, when you receive a prophetic, a prophetic word, the Lord has spoken to you. On Wednesday, I spoke to you about the pro- um, what the prophetic word is, right? I gave you the different scenarios and the different definitions. of Giving you an express word, calling you by name, by um, word of knowledge, and then prophesying telling you what is going to happen in the future is just one dimension of the prophetic word bible calls the word of god when you personalize it he says it is a sure word of prophecy a sure word of prophecy so when you see a word from the scriptures and you personalize it because it attaches to your situation or condition or you come to church and a message comes and addresses you directly don't say that it was just a message that was preached it's a prophetic word a prophetic message so what must you do he said until the time that his word came so you see the word has a time of manifestation what happened he said the word of the lord tried him he went through the process in other words he created an atmosphere so how do we create an atmosphere for the manifestation of the word one of them is by staying on the altar of prayer it's a good time to give a clap Many believers don't like... Listen. Listen. Mr. are you here? When, <laughs> when you receive... Please listen very, very well. You see, it is better not to receive a word than to be, receive a word and not be prayerful. Yeah. It is better... You didn't receive any word from God. Than to, because the moment you receive a word, 
Satan is coming after you. Bible says in James chapter 2 verse 19 that he trembles. Satan trembles at the way. So if God speaks, listen. Apostle Savazwa, Satan cannot stop the word. He's even afraid. He trembles. Satan cannot fight the word. But Satan can interrupt and intercept through the receiver of the word. That is why you have to be prayerful. Otherwise, it is better you didn't ever receive a word. In fact, many people's lives went down when they received the word from God. Because the word of God is attractive to the devil. That is the only time he shows up. The devil didn't show up any time in the life of Adam and Eve until God spoke to them. And when he came, the only thing that he said was, has God said. So the only thing that interests Satan is what God has told you. So if you have ever received a prophetic word, you must know that you are in trouble. But the good news is that the giver of the word, if you create the right atmosphere, will back the word. Otherwise, how can you explain that God himself came to Abraham in Genesis chapter 15 from verse number 13 and then told him that your descendants will be in captivity for 400 years. But in Exodus chapter 12, verse number 40 and 41, Bible says that they stay for 430 years. So many people's words, not that it, not that it, it, it was a false prophecy or not that it was a bad word. It is because we didn't create the atmosphere for delivery. And God is not a wasteful investor. So until the atmosphere is created, some people think that a prophetic word is just automatic. Prophecies are not automatic. We work prophecies. Now give me First uh, Timothy chapter 1 and verse number 18. That is what I want us to pray today. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. He said it is a charge. Somebody say it is a charge. A charge is an instruction. It is an instruction. And an instruction is supposed to be Come on, an instruction is supposed to be. Uh huh. So look at the charge he was giving. He said, This charge, it is a command, I give unto you, my son Timothy, according to all the prophecies which have gone on before you, wage a good warfare by them. So you don't receive a prophecy and you go to sleep. Your life may be something else. You receive a prophecy and you begin to war. Well, yeah, well, I've been to the labor ward uh, because uh, see my wife a couple of times. When Sometimes when they are pushing like that, be careful where your hand goes. You can rub their back or something. But if your hand is around their chin, and they may bite you. They may bite because they're pain. And not that they are intentionally wanting to bite you. Oh, by the time you realize your, your fingers have been bitten. Not that they want to do it. Because, you see, when you are at the point of delivery, it's like you, you don't see many things around you. It is about pushing through the traveling. So what did Isaiah chapter 66, verse number 8 say? Isaiah chapter 66. And then verse number 8. And then Matthew eleven twenty four. 24. He said, who has heard such a thing? And who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in a day? Or shall a nation be brought forth at once? But he said, as soon as the church, Zion represents the church as defined in the Old Testament. He said, but as soon as the church traveled, as soon as the church pushed, as soon as the church prayed, what happens? She brought forth her children. Which children is she talking about? The birth of the prophetic word. Your word will come to pass in Jesus' name. Do you know why we record prophecy uh, testimonies through prophecies in this hour? Because I make you pray. We are on the prayer line. And when we pray, we pray not only for ourselves, we pray for the church as well. We're on the prayer line, 3 a.m., 12 p.m., 7 p.m. My goodness, the, the, the word will come to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The word will come to pass. So when you receive a word, today they call my name. Oh. <laughs> You'll be laughing without praying. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was telling you that sometimes, sometimes, eh, sometimes it is better to tap, I, I, it is better to tap into somebody's prophecy than to receive the prophecy yourself. Yeah. Because when the thing comes to Randy and I tap in, Satan doesn't look at me. A man is he's looking at Randy. But I create a bypass. <laughs> As the man is, 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 is being attacked, 
And then he's worrying. I'm, I'm, I'm just gleaning. I'm just gleaning. Amen. Is that a word covering your life? It will be birthed. I tell you in the name of Jesus, it will be birthed. It will be birthed. Listen, you will be blessed. I prophesy in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This year, 2024, you will be tremendously blessed in Jesus' name. The doors will be open unto you from the east. They will be open to you from the west. They will be open to you from the north. They will be open to you from the south. Anything that you have desired in line with the plans and the purposes of God for you, receive it in Jesus' name. Take it in Jesus' name. Sit down for two seconds. So what must I do? Tell somebody, pray the word. Jesus himself came in Luke chapter 21 and verse number 36. Now Jesus, can we read Matthew uh, 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 24, the one that I gave, 24, 11, or is it 11? But I say, 11, 24. He said, but I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable for, hey, which scripture is this? <laughs> Let me check because this one has no prophecy inside. So, <laughs> but I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah the devil is a liar. <laughs> Mark eleven twenty four. <laughs> hey, this one is like waking up Monday morning and reading the Assyrians will come for you. <laughs> Therefore, I say unto you. Now look at that. Mark eleven twenty four. A very beautiful scripture talking about how we deliver the prophetic word. Help you, Shana. He said, "Therefore, I say to you." What things soever ye desire. You see, watch it all. What things soever, Patrick, you desire. Do you have some desires in your heart? Franka, do you have some desires in your heart? He said, whatsoever things you desire. So, the preamble is that, number one, have a desire. Because it is the desire of the righteous that shall not be cut off. Okay? Now, when you have that desire, he said, when you pray, you see, believe to receive them and you shall have them. So when you have a word, we pray the word. We pray the word. The prayer becomes the birthing, the birthing atmosphere for any word that has come upon us. What does prayer do? Let me give you four things that it does. Now, these four things, eh? These four things make the word of God birthed. Now, the reason why they make the word of God birthed is that the things I'm going to talk about are the things that come against the word that you have received. So, when you pray, prayer nullifies these things. Number one, when you pray, uh, number one, when you pray, the mind of God concerning the word is opened. Yeah. When you pray, you come to know you are in fact, let me put it in this way. When you pray, you access the mind of God concerning the word. Kenosha, when God gives you a word, hmm, he will not give you the details. As you take the steps, then he gives you the details. Okay? Sometimes, somebody receives one word, and they are running with it. So, they get to a place, and they are, they are locked. And they don't know what to do. Because every word of God is to initiate you. The Lord will tell you, you'll be here. The Lord will tell you that I'm taking you here. But he will not tell you the meanderings. So it is only, so the moment you hear the word, number one, he will not tell you the meanderings. Number two, he will not tell you the obstacles along the way. Otherwise, you won't start it. So what he does is that he gives you the Isaiah 46 and then verse number 10. He declares the end from the beginning so that you can take a step. The moment you take the step, then the Lord says, stand. Then you stand. The Lord said, take your left. Then you take your left. The Lord said, go right. Then you go right. The Lord said, go right. You, you understand. So, the, the callings of God are systematic. They are systematic. And they are downloaded as we go on and as we take the steps. Now, so it is on the altar of prayer that the mind of God concerning the next step is revealed. In Acts chapter 13, verse 1 and 2, the Bible says that there were some prophets, there were some teachers, there were some pastors, Frida, and the Bible says that in Enoch, not the one here, this one is the one. 
in the Bible. Because <laughs> we have an Antioch here. Verse number two. Do you know why sometimes when I give a scripture, I say some of these things. It is not for Joko. One day somebody came. I was preaching about the resurrection of Jesus. You were the one that the person came to. He said, that Jesus that resurrected, where did he resurrect from? <laughs> Ask her. So sometimes you will be surprised that people don't know many, many things. When I read a scripture to somebody, I mentioned a town. Even where Jesus was born, the person was like, what is the meaning of that word? So you will not be, you don't know. The people who, who we preach to. Hallelujah. So Acts chapter 13 and verse number 2. Bible says in verse, look, Bible says that as they ministered to the Lord and fasted. So as they were praying and fasting, then the Holy Ghost gave them the next step. He had already called Barnabas and then Paul. But he had not told them where they were going next. It, listen, on the altar of prayer and with fasting, you hear finer details concerning the manifestation of the word. Yeah. So you hear the Lord tells you the bigger word. And then on the altar of prayers and fasting, the rest of the word begins to come to pass. I'm creating this atmosphere so that you know how to bear the word. So that when you even see a scripture in the Bible and you like it, you can appropriate it in your life. Number two, what does prayer in birthing the word does? Prayer quenches all the threats of the enemy. One of the things that threatens the word is demonic sieges. I love using that word because a siege is a cutoff. Shortly, uh, simply a siege is a cutoff. Okay? If we cut off oxygen from somebody, what does he do? He will suffocate and die. Yeah. A siege, a demonic siege is a cutoff because the word you have received must be sponsored by the giver of the word. So when there is a cutoff from the word and then the giver of the word, the word dies. Is somebody understanding me? But what prayer does is that prayer, what prayer does is that prayer quenches all the siege. In Acts chapter 4, and then verse number 29 to 31. All the threats, all the threats that are capable of threatening the birthing of the word. That's why when women are pregnant, they go for what they call antenatal care, right? Is that how they call it? Antenatal. Hey. But which one is antenatal? Yeah, pre- listen, listen. Britain, we say antenatal. America, they say prenatal. But it's the same. Yeah, Britain, we, we call it antenatal. A N T E. So, huh? Uh-huh, okay, okay. <laughs> now, so it's the same. Okay. It's like calling closet. You know, closet here, yeah, you call it closet. Britain, we call it wardrobe. So if I say wardrobe, don't say that. Hey, what is that? Is, uh, somebody understand me? Amen. It depends on where you are coming from or where you schooled. <laughs> so, uh, prenatal, for the purpose of here, we will say prenatal. Now, do you know why women, when they are pregnant, they go for prenatal? So that the baby will not be attacked by the threats around. You see, there are many threats. God bless you for clapping. At least I have one encourager. <laughs> we came for a prophetic night, mention our names and then give us a word. But sister, you know your name. Why am I mentioning your name when you know your name? <laughs> so watch me. <laughs> I'm telling you. Listen, if you receive a word and not knowing how to handle the word, it is better you didn't receive a word. Yeah. Somebody with me. <laughs> the reason why they go for prenatal is so that they will secure the environment surrounding the growth of the, of the baby. If they don't do that and then the woman comes into an attack, the fetus is the, mo- the most endangered and vulnerable. So you have a word. We pray to secure the word from the threats of the enemy. Because some of the threats are called the fairy dust of the enemy. Doubt, disbelief. Jada was here sharing a testimony this morning that I, when I gave the word, she received the destiny here. But when she went, the devil said, that you have to go and buy medicine. 
Now, when she went to buy the medicine she was going, the Holy Ghost started converting her. Mark 6, 6. And he marveled at their unbelief. He said, Lord, forgive me. You see? But it was on the altar of prayer that that conviction even came. So that that word and that healing will not be aborted. Is somebody understand what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So, when we pray, now look at Acts chapter 4, verse 29 to 31. And now, Lord, behold your threatenings. Hey, the word of God had come. And now behold your threatenings and grant unto your servants that with boldness we may speak your word. And then look at verse number 30. And when and by stretching forth your hand to heal, the signs and wonders may be done by the name of your holy child Jesus. And when they have prayed, verse number 31. When they have prayed, the place was shaken. God came in the place. The place was shaken, filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to birth the word. They began to speak the word with boldness. Now, listen. What prayer does around the word in securing its prenatal environment is that prayer will create an environment of immunity. Listen very well. What prayer does around the word, the prophetic word, is that it creates, please listen, it creates an immunity around the word. It means that it will not change the environment, but it will let the word go through the environment without the environment impacting it. Yeah. It creates an immunity for the word. It's like flying in an aeroplane. If we leave you over there, you will freeze in a twinkle of a second. But why are you able to fly over there for 10 hours? In that cold. Do you know how cold it is up there? But you are, because you have been immune in an element called an airplane. The airplane becomes a case that keeps you. It houses you from the very harsh condition over there. The high pressure. The chilly nature of the atmosphere. 32,000 feet above sea level. Do you know what it means over there? Even bears don't fly there. It's only demons and uh, these things that are there. But how can you fly there and then be saved? Because you have been encased. So what prayer does to the prophetic word is that it encases it through the fairy dust of the enemy. It will not change. That is when men are saying there is a casting down, you will say there is a lifting up. Because you are thriving on the prophetic word. And the prophetic word is being breathed or being encased in the prayer atmosphere number three what does prayer do for the delivery of the word number three prayer will avert all evil that associates themselves to the word and i'll explain this one prayer averts all evil associated to the word now how does prayer do that prayer will cut off Evil that shows up as angels. Devil is a strategic, a strategist. When the word comes, he can position because you see, the word of God, Enoch, the word of God must be birthed by not one person. That's my favorite scripture. Psalm Elder, what is that psalm that I used to send the broadcast? He said 58 verse 11. 68 verse 11. Look at Psalm 68, verse 11. He said, The Lord, look, the Lord gave the word, but great was the company of those that published it. What is the meaning of this scripture? If the Lord gives you a prophetic word, you are not the only person that will benefit. Didn't the Lord speak to Joseph when he was young? Do you know how many people he took them before the word came to pass? He had to take Mrs. Potiphar. He had to take Potiphar. He has to take his own brothers and uh, this thing to sell him. He has to take Egypt. He has to take the, the Ishmaelites. It has to take him going to jail. It has to take the butler. And even the baker for the baker to lose his head. There are, there are many players. Listen, oh. There are many players that come into activity when the word is spoken. You understand? He gave the word. But what was the company that made it come to pass? Great. A great company. That is why I was telling you that one of the reasons why Israel stayed in captivity was because they were not structures. There are some people who are structureless. They are not even friendly. 
And your word, you are not an island, oh, Josephine. You need people around you. The word must be birthed by the people that are connected to you. It is somebody that will introduce you to somebody and say, oh, brother, talk to this woman. And then, kikiri, kikiri, kikiri. the next time I'll be in my office, you come there and say, Papa, I want to tell you something. What are you wanting to tell me? Oh, uh, I found this sister, uh, and I want you to pray about it. By the time they are coming to tell you that pray about it, they already have a, a wedding date. <laughs> so it's not about pray about it. They are just coming to tell you another thing. But they don't know how to approach it. But somebody had to do some connection here and there and that and that. So there is no word that is fulfilled idiosyncratically. <laughs> If you leave me the British English, I will say here, you'll be surprised. Idiosyncratically means individually. It means individually. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. <laughs> Acts chapter 12, verse 1 to 5. Evil was surrounding the church. Evil. Massive evil. Bible said that Herod... <laughs> was on a rampage. Now, by that time, look at how Bible put it. He said, he stretched forth his hand to vex, vex, evil. By this time, they were operating in the word. The word that Jesus gave the mighty works than this shall you do. And then Herod was lifted up. Bible says to vex some of the church. And look at verse number two. He killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. Do you understand what it means? An apostle of Jesus Christ. Somebody that Jesus sent two by two to go and then heal the sick. They came celebrating and saying that in your name, we cast out devils. We did this. We did that. We did that. And then Bible said that Herod, an evil, whatever, tyrannical leader, caught him and beheaded him like a chicken. Bible said, ah, the next verse. Bible said, when he saw, you see, the reason why you have to pray, maybe that first word, that you received they didn't come to pass because you didn't pray don't keep on behaving like that he said because he saw because herod saw that he pleased the people what did he do he proceeded further to take peter also and when your peter is taken the church is collapsed when your peter is taken the agenda is collapsed there are certain installations in your life and around your life when it is not dead it will take a miracle for you to jump onto a certain level can somebody pray with me say lord, lord. now i want you to pray all the children say lord, lord. in the mighty name of jesus christ may my peter, may my peter. never be taken never be by any herald and sometimes people will not even the devil will, do, will not even let you know who your peter is so that installation that when it is not there your life may be some way the devil can use you to fight it without you knowing. So, and now, what about the Bible say? Verse, verse 3, because it was, because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Now look at the next verse. Verse 4, Bible said that, and when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison, delivered him into four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending that after Easter, he will kill him. And then I love verse number five. You see, you want to avert evils that will come because of the word that you have received. He said that Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer, somebody said prayer, was made of the church for him without ceasing. They created a prayer altar, which I was talking about this morning. They created a prayer altar. You see? They created some of you must be sleeping on the prayer line before we even come on 3 a.m. You are there. When we close, you are still there. Even when I cut you, you jump again on. Because you know, at the end of everything, I'm the one that those that are not going, I let them go in peace. <laughs> Sometimes they have entered into the echelons of the spirit, they are in the spiritual realm. So sometimes I see their numbers, but no voice is blinking. I said, but we have finished. We have even shared the grace. The prophetic declaration has been shared, but they are still on. I said, the Lord bless all of you. No answer. Then I know that they are swimming in another realm of the spirit. <laughs> so, sometimes, so sometimes I help them. I say, the Lord make you rest good. 
<laughs> and then I cut the prayer line. Hallelujah. <laughs> so sometimes you wake up and then your line has gone off. It wasn't an angel. I did it. <laughs> so don't say that. Oh, I think, I think an angel appeared. No, no, I cut it. Because I saw that you were still on. When everybody was out. Hallelujah. So Bible said that <laughs> prayer, prayer, prayer was made without season of the church unto God for him. And then what happened? Look at the next verse. You see what prayer can do? It will avert all evil that is coming against the word. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers and we changed. Hey, look at the way they have tied that prophetic word. We changed. The man that Jesus said, upon you, I will build my church. is now in chains. Hey. In two, in, with two chains. And the keepers before the door kept the prison. But remember, the church was what? How many times? Without season. Now look at the beautiful thing that happened in verse number 7. And behold. Somebody say behold. Say behold. My angel will show up at the last hour. Oh, I don't know if I'm talking to somebody who believes it. Your angel will show up at the last hour. When everybody is saying that it is over with you, your angel will show up in Jesus' name. When everybody is saying that it is done with you, your angel will show up. When even you have given up on yourself, your angel will resuscitate the word. No prophetic word in this house will fail. I said no prophecy in this house will fail. No good word of the Lord will fail. No counsel of Elohim will fail. Any word hanging around your neck, let it be birthed in Jesus' name. Let it come out to light in Jesus' name. Shout and say, I receive it. Sit down for 32 seconds. And finally, what will prayer do to the prophetic word? Prayer will let you take major right decisions that will bring the word to pass. Major right decisions. And I'm ending the, on this one. Then we'll pray. I'll let my son come and lead us to pray. Julius, are you ready? Uh, you come and lead us to pray. Then we minister to people. It will let you take major life decisions that will bring the word into manifestation. Hey, I was surprised that hmm, Jesus Luke chapter 6 and verse number 12 Luke chapter 6 verse 12 It came to pass in those days talking about Jesus that he went into the mountains to pray. Can we all read the next statement? Gloria, are you here? And what happened? And he continued all night doing what? Continued all night doing what? Now, Jesus came with a prophetic mandate. According to Matthew chapter 1 verse 20 and 21. He shall be called Jesus because he shall save his people from their sins. That was his mandate. Now, Remember that I've told you that the word cannot be birthed by one person. So Jesus needed a company, a great company that he'll be birthing the word with. And so he needed to take a life decision of who and who I must select. And then Bible said that he went into the night to pray all night. Now look at the next verse, verse number 13. Verse 13. And when it was day, Bible said that he called unto him his disciples so Jesus will be walking. He said, those of you, one, two, three, four. All the fourth row, fifth row, sixth row, follow me. Then they are all following. Master, where are we going? And he will tell them, the foxes have holes and the bears have nests. The son of man has nowhere to lay his head. But they were still following because he was fulfilling a prophetic word. And they knew that they were not following somebody who didn't know what he was doing. It may look like the person you are following today has nothing. But ladies and gentlemen, don't disdain small beginnings. 
Bible said, despise not the days of little beginnings. And guess what? Bible says that, and then out of them, he chose 12, whom also he named apostles. Listen, this scripture tells, should tell you and I, that anything that God is doing, at a certain point, some people will depart. Yeah. When God wanted to save with Gideon, first he made him choose 3,000. He separated them onto 300. Some people will be needed at a certain time. They will go. Seasonal. But there are some that are there as part of the 12. The Bible says that he called unto him his disciples and then he chose some 12 out of them whom he named apostles whom he knew that I can depend on like this. Sorry, sir. <laughs> whom he knew that I can depend on like this. John chapter 6 after praying for all night to choose 12 John chapter 6 and verse 70 Apostle Tavazwa 77 0 and Jesus answered them and he said have I not chosen you 12 when did he choose the 12 after how many hours of prayers after please after how many nights of prayer after how long of all night prayer he chose 12 and here he said have I not chosen you 12 and one of you is a devil Jesus prayed all night elder to choose 12 one was a devil the way you are not praying and you are taking major decisions concerning the prophetic word we don't know how many demons you may choose listen (laughs) Jesus prayed all night on the prophecy that was upon his head even that one when he was choosing major making major life decisions one was a devil but you have received a word and you are not praying i don't know how many demons you will choose say lord if there is anything i desire is the prayer grace amen